Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is all about entering this new dimension of 2022, where everything is available to you. And there's a lot of things that are going to happen in 2022 that are really, really good. You are going to be able to connect more to everyone in your life. You're going to understand what's most important to you. Your dreams will be more easily manifested when you think of yourself as the creator rather than the victim. And there's a lot of really high energy coming in and has been coming in over the last few months or so. So get prepared. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is a year of joy and faith and just go with the flow of what's happening and try to see yourself from the higher perspective. And you'll see that things become really easy for you. If you're having trouble in any area, it's just because you have a limiting belief. No big deal. You can process that limiting belief. You can ease it and soften it and prove to yourself it's not true and let it go and just see what you're inspired to do because your inspiration is going to be very strong this year. So we hope you enjoy this episode. And without any further ado, let's get going. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hello, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi. We'd like to welcome you to a new paradigm shift, a shift in your thinking coming from the perception that outside conditions and people can make you feel something to the realization that you're the creator of it all based on your perception of yourself. Your vibration is rising. It's higher than it's ever been, either in this lifetime or in past lifetimes. You are coming to see the truth of this reality, the truth of who you are, the truth of all people and the truth of the conditions, which are perfect in every way. You had thought before that it was imperfect, and yet that perception never quite really worked. You were taught to believe that you could improve, but that was a misconception. How could you improve with you when you are absolutely perfect as you are? You've always been perfect. You will be perfect. Your entire lifetime has been perfect. You'll see that when you return to the non-physical. But if you could see it now, then you could have more joy, more fun, more ease, more excitement, exhilaration. You could act on more inspiration. You could do those things that you want to do. You could live that life that you dream of. You could live the life beyond what your dreams say. And all this is waiting for you in the next year. As you move forward from 2021 to 2022, you will enter a completely new dimension, a new stage, a new evolutionary process, a new level from which to act on all the inspiration that's coming to you to lead this life of self-discovery and then to become of service to those who are still living in fear and not understanding what the fear is and not understanding who they truly are. When you understand who you truly are as the creator of your reality, well, then you act in your reality in the world differently than those who are living in fear. Those who are living in fear tend to want to control the conditions themselves, other people, they are not really realizing how limiting the fear is. You're all limitless beings. And so when you are limited by fear, you are indulging in an attempt to control your conditions, which you have been programmed to pick out that which is not perfect. You think you should change this and that and the other thing in order to get the feelings that you don't feel now. And we've been telling you for a while now, if you've been listening, that it's all about your perception of reality. So if you perceive that things are good, you'll feel good. If you perceive that things are bad, you'll feel bad. It's a simple situation, isn't it? The illusion is that things are wrong. And when you feel things are wrong, you will feel negative emotion. And that's your guidance system just alerting you to the fact that you're buying into the illusion and not to the truth. The truth is everything is always working out perfectly for you. Everything has been working out perfectly for you, but you've been perceiving it from the limited perspective of the individual human trying to effort and struggle your way to get things that you think you need, think you lack. Well, you never lacked anything. In fact, you're not here to effort and struggle at all. You're here to live in joy, freedom, abundance. You're here to 
live in satisfaction and to move through inspired ideas to expand to higher levels of love. So you're all moving from fear to love and all the populations moving from fear to love. But as you move your life intentionally, consciously towards what you're inspired to do or say or be, well, then you're living this new approach to life of love and acceptance. And so you'll look at the two possibilities, living in fear or living in acceptance. Living in fear requires that you control everything. Living in acceptance requires that you surrender to exactly what is happening because you know that whatever is happening is happening perfectly. If you doubt it, if you fear it, well, you know that that's a limiting belief. You can process that limiting belief. You can prove it's not true. You can find evidence that supports the truth of this reality, which is everything is always working out for you at all stages in your growth and expansion. You came to expand in love. You explored fear. You explored the inauthentic version of you. You tried to control for so long. You tried to change things for so long. You wish things were different for so long, and none of that ever worked. The more you wished, the more you tried to control and change things, the more you behaved as if you were a victim to outside conditions that meant something to you, the less effective you were in everything you did, the, the less satisfied you were. So now if you can drop all that going into this new year and realize that this new year is full of opportunity for growth and expansion and connection, this is the year of gratitude and faith and more deeper connection. What are you connecting to? Well, certainly all the people in your life, you're connecting to your inner self, and you're connecting to every aspect of your reality, which is you. So when you look at aspects of your reality, of yourself, of your life, of your conditions, of your finances and health and career and things like that, you can know that you're building relationships with each of those things. Can you add more love into that relationship? Can you be more present? Can you do more? Can you serve more? Can you think about yourself a little bit less and not worry about what you think you lack and realize that's always the illusion? Can you step up and maintain your alignment when those around you are in fear? This is the great service that you offer to those in your life. If you can be calm when others are in fear, if you can stay grounded when they're complaining and, and worrying about the future and believing that things outside of them can affect them, when you can stay grounded in your authenticity, well, then you'll open up access to your inner self and you'll receive words and ideas of how to serve them, help them, comfort them, make it a little bit easier for them. You do not need love from them. This is the illusion. Of course, it is fun to have people in your life and it's fun to develop meaningful relationships, but you must remember that you're the source of all the love in your reality. And as you can open the pathways to more and more love, more and more kindness, more and more gratitude and appreciation and forgiveness, if you can open yourself up to these things, realizing that you are the creator of it and that you are the source of every single good thing in your life, and you are the source of all the love that is flowing from your inner self, from your guidance supporters, from source and self through you into your reality, well, then you'll live a highly effective life. And in 2022, where this is all about having faith in the system and deepening your connections with everything in your reality, when you start to see it all as one and you are one with it, then this becomes a very joyful experience. And this is what this experience of physical reality is meant to be. It's meant to be joyful. There is no reason to suffer or be discontent in any way. It's meant to be easy. Anything that you want is meant to come to you easily. It's your habit of efforting and controlling or thinking you're not worthy of something. So you have to put in the hours and the, and the struggle and the 
hard work to get what you think you need. That's not true anymore. And if you can let that go, you'll notice that what you truly want comes to you very easily. And if you realize what you truly want is this journey of self-discovery that's very satisfying. And to be this beacon of light and love to others who they can reach for and maybe say, well, you know what? I've been efforting and struggling and trying to control everything. And I noticed that my friend over here is just going with the flow of life and seems to be having a lot of fun and meeting all these new people and all these things are working in their life. I wonder what they, what they know that I don't know. Well, they'll come to you. And in 2022, more and more people will come to you and you'll share what you've learned over the last year or two years. And they will start to see that there might be another way to live life. That might be a new approach to life. And if you're following the new approach to life of living in love and acceptance, well, then things are working out for you and they'll see it obviously. And it'll be easy to share what you know. And if you can let go of the doubt that they'll think you're strange for not acting like they do and not agreeing with them, well, then they will gravitate more and more towards these ideas because there is no resistance. If you need other people to agree with you about what you're doing in your life, well, that's a form of control. You have to realize that. You have to understand that there is no need for others who are living in fear to agree with you who's living in love because they just can't see it yet all the time. But the more you can stand firm in your alignment and do what you're inspired to do and push past all these fears that they think are insurmountable and they're worried about you, well, then when you expand to new levels of awareness and clarity and come out of the illusion and into the truth, you will exude this joy in your life, this satisfaction, this calmness. They will notice that. And this is what you're here to offer. It's not just about you. It's not just about getting what you think you want in this life. There's much more to that. You didn't come here just so that you could live this easy, joyful life on your own. You came to share it with others because you're all teachers and leaders. You're leaders of your own life, listening to your own inner self, not needing others to agree with you or not having to follow some other politician or leader of any kind, but to become your own leader and then to teach others how to do the same thing. So all of this is coming to a greater awareness of your inner self, the connection that you have to this inner wisdom and this higher perspective and letting that connection maintain itself so that information and communication and inspiration flows to you all the time. It has been flowing to you all the time, but you haven't noticed it because your limiting beliefs have gotten in the way. But now that you've softened those limiting beliefs through the work that you've been doing, well, you'll start to feel more connected, more confident, more skillful, more aware, and more conscious of every word you say and every action that you, that you perform. And you will possibly be directed to things you didn't think you would be interested in. And this is the inspiration we're talking about, because from your perspective, you can't exactly know where you're supposed to be going. You might have ideas about what you want, but generally those are based in your old perception of yourself. In this new perception of yourself as a creator, you are simply acting on inspiration without needing to know where it's going to lead. Sometimes it leads to something fantastic that you want, and this is wonderful, and you have wonderful manifestations. And sometimes it leads into manifestation events so that you can uncover limiting beliefs. However it lands for you is perfect for you. And if you can realize this in the moment, well, then you'll be in alignment more of the time. You'll build that stronger connection and you'll have more confidence going forward that you can actually literally do anything you're inspired to do. And when you act on inspiration, rather than on urges to change conditions or 
pushing towards the desire that you think you lack something, when you act on inspiration, then you lead a highly effective life. And this is what you came to show the world. Acting on inspiration leads to everything you truly want. Acting on urges to control the conditions leads to nothing you truly want. And so when you shift your awareness from yourself as a victim and to the creator, your life explodes. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I have a question, Joshua. Excellent. Go ahead, Rachna. Um, so this is regarding my lawn, my grass in my backyard. Um, after two years of thinking about it, I finally got brand new lawn laid in my backyard uh, a lot over a month ago. And in the last month, um, what happened is like, one day I woke up and I saw the lawn all messed up. I initially thought there was somebody who came and did this like a prank. Then I calmed down. I talked to my gardener. He said, it's a raccoon. It's eating the things under your lawn. So then it, we fixed it. Then it happened again. Then it happens again. And then again, it happened last night. And now it looks like there's a gang of raccoons who are messing up with this lawn and I don't know why I created it. I, this is just so strange. Well, you created a wonderful environment for the raccoons so they can have a fun time playing out there and they can really enjoy themselves and they can dig it up and find the little bugs that they could eat beneath the lawn. What is it about this lawn that meant anything to you? I love it. Like, uh, it's beautiful. Before it was like the just barren and uh, unpleasant looking and I love the green color it, it's just it's pretty I love it and then they come along and they mess it up and it looks like a mess great so what humans tend to do is they look at the imperfections of things and this is a this is there's nothing wrong with this whatsoever it's absolutely fine because when you see an imperfection and you are you have an urge to control something well at least you're moving forward and you're expanding but you're expanding sort of in control and there's nothing you really want that's going to come out of that. So you think that the lawn that I had before was not attractive. I'm going to spend a lot of money, take out that old lawn, put the new lawn in, and then I can finally relax and be happy with my lawn because it's perfect. But of course, you brought yourself with you. You have an energy among, about you. You have an energy of, in every area of your life. And so when you look at anything and say that that is imperfect the way it is, and so I have to find a solution to change that, well, then you come to some solution, but it's never going to lead to anything you think you want. It's always going to lead to more awareness of the limiting beliefs that were held before you acted on any urge to change the conditions. If you could see the perfection that is inherent in every aspect of your reality, then you would live in acceptance. And in acceptance, you would never have an urge to change a condition. Now, you might have inspiration that would lead to a change, but that would be because it would simply match the vibration that you're offering. The vibration you're offering from a new approach to life of acceptance is a very high vibration. And what that's saying is, I am the creator of this reality. Everything in my reality is perfect. I'm exactly where I need to be on my journey of self-discovery. If I received an inspired idea, I can push past the fear to act on that idea, and I'll move to a new place, a new expanded place in love. If you try to change conditions that you think are wrong, thinking that you'd feel better once they're there, oh, I'll finally feel better once there's a green grass in my backyard. Well, that's the old approach to life. That's saying that 
the yard could make you feel something. So you could have the yard that you had before and live in total alignment and acceptance of that yard. And you could say, I love the different colors. There's some patches of green and there's some patches of brown and there's some dead spots over there. And it makes this wonderful patina that I absolutely love. And then from that level of acceptance, you might get the inspiration to reseed it or water it or maintain it in some fashion where you would absolutely enjoy that part of it. You would be the one out there doing the gardening instead of the gardener. You just hire the gardener because you don't want to do it yourself. But if you really loved the yard, you'd be out there all the time playing with the plants and playing with the grass and planting this and changing this and moving things around and expressing your love to all that lived in your backyard. So now you have a situation where you've changed the conditions and you've gotten into a manifestation event. Out of the blue, suddenly come these raccoons or whatever is making a mess in the backyard. For what purpose? Now, when you woke up in the morning and you saw that someone played around in your backyard and messed it all up, did you feel positive emotion or negative emotion? Negative. So the negative emotion was simply an indication that you're in resistance to some aspect of your reality. So it shows you that there's a limiting belief there. Now, you certainly can't see that right when you're in the middle of the manifestation event because you're feeling negative emotion and you're dipping into that stream of consciousness of fear. And in fear, you're going to receive thoughts that resonate with the vibration you're offering and urges to change the conditions. So you're seeking some solution for an outside problem rather than realizing it's simply a limiting belief. Why can't I accept this aspect of my reality? What belief is holding me apart from absolutely loving everything about my yard? Oh, that it should be perfect. Or what would other people think? Or this is not working out the way I thought it was going to work out. This is not the outcome that I'm trying to get to. I don't have that feeling of love for the yard, so I need to change the yard. And of course, none of that is true. That's simply based on a limiting belief. So the raccoons essentially had to come. They were drawn to your backyard by your vibration. They came to serve you. They came to show you that, sure, you can go ahead and put a brand new backyard in there, but it's not going to change anything unless you address the limiting belief that caused you to perceive the previous backyard was not adequate. The new yard can't change because it's still, you're still existing at that same vibration. So your vibration attracted those raccoons. Those raccoons came to serve you, to offer you insights into the limiting beliefs that you had about the backyard and about other aspects of your life. So for all of you, when you think that there's a problem, know that there is no problem because everything is perfect. Everything is a match to the vibration you're offering. If you're not offering the vibration of a beautiful backyard because you think something's wrong with it, well, that's based on a limiting belief. So that vibration, the, the lawn can't change until you change the limiting belief. Nothing can change in your life unless you change the limiting belief. You could move to another house that had a beautiful lawn on the day you bought it. And as soon as you move in, the vibration of that limiting belief that things should be perfect would attract new raccoons or some disease to the yard or, or suddenly there wouldn't be any rain over your house or the sprinklers wouldn't work or whatever it was. All of these things are wonderful because now you get a chance to say, there's something going on in my reality that isn't a reflection of love. If I was operating at a level of love in regard to my yard, the yard 
would get everything it needs. I'd be inspired to water it. I'd be inspired to do this. The landscaper would be inspired to do whatever he or she needs to do. And it would be a beautiful yard because you're accepting it as it is. But if it's not, if you're perceiving that as bad or wrong, you have to know that there's an underlying limiting belief. That limiting belief could be whatever. And you go inwards and ask your inner self what that limiting belief is. And you use a manifestation event form and you can process the whole thing. It could be your yard. It could be your spouse. It could be your neighborhood. It could be your neighbors. It could be your job. It could be your health. It could be any of these things. If you see imperfection, it's based on a limiting belief. Without the limiting belief, you would know only perfection. So don't go and change the outside conditions. Address the limiting belief first. Address the limiting belief first. Do the manifestation event form and the processes you've been taught. And then soften it and soften it and soften it and soften it. And then try something new because an inspired idea will come to you. And try that. Give that a try. Well, it's a different lawn. And it seems to be watered properly and fed properly and has everything it needs. But now there's these raccoons coming in. What's that limiting belief about? And so many times a limiting belief is like a diamond and has many facets. And so you have a limiting belief around your yard, your yard and a limiting belief around something else that relates to this need to seek out and find imperfection instead of focusing on what is perfect. You will hear those who say, look at the positive aspects. Look at the positive aspects. At least you have a yard. At least you're feeding the raccoons. At least you have a roof over your head. You have everything that you need. Look at the positive aspects and ignore the yard for now. And that's wonderful advice. But at some point, you're going to have to come to back, back to the fact that there is some resistance with the lawn. When you discover what that resistance is, you'll notice that it affects many areas of your life. This is easy. It's just a backyard. It's not a health condition. It's not a money condition. It's not a food condition. It's just a backyard. It's something relatively minor in the overall reality that you live in. And so it's easy to deal with it on that level. But of course, you could have dealt with it on the thought level. Anytime you judge anything is wrong, there's some underlying limiting belief that does not have enough information in it. And it says, you have to fix this problem. You have to fix this problem. You'll never feel good until you fix this problem. But of course, if you were to fix the lawn, then there'd be something else that your attention's drawn to, some other flaw somewhere, and you'd have to fix that. And then you'd have to fix the next thing and the next thing. And it would be the endless series of efforting, struggling to fix all these imperfections, which will never let you arrive at the feeling of perfection or the feeling of satisfaction or the feeling of appreciation or gratitude or all these things that are inherently based in who you truly are. It would never lead you to discover the perfection that is you. So all the imperfection that exists in your reality is your perception of your own imperfection. But, okay. Okay. So, so two things. One is like, I've worked, I've really worked hard on myself uh, with these limiting belief forms. Um, and I made so much progress. It's unbelievable, especially in the last three months or four months. And um, so when you say that I still view myself as imperfect, I'm, I'm a little surprised because I, I don't feel 
I don't really feel imperfect as much as I did before. Like Excellent. before it was intense. Now, now it's, now it's light. And the backyard is light also. It's just the backyard. It's nothing <laughs> at all. You see, you don't have cancer. Your house didn't burn down. Your neighbor didn't throw poop in your trash can. <laughs> it's a little thing. It's not a big deal. And so you're getting there. You're getting there. And soon you'll get there at the thought level. The moment you have a thought that is focused on the imperfection of anything, you'll say, hold on here. Why did that thought come? What's in my vibration that is attracting a thought of imperfection, of judgment, of worry, of doubt? What's attracting that thought of fear? Okay, it's a limiting belief. So what's the limiting belief? And you've ask your inner self, you do some meditation, you find the limiting belief, and you prove to yourself that the limiting belief is not true. Therefore, that limiting belief, that vibration isn't activated in your reality because you've caught it at the thought stage. How the system works is you feel good, you think about yourself in positive ways, you're enjoying your life, you're in alignment, and then a resistant thought strikes you. And you say, where did that come from? That's unusual. I've been feeling so good. What is the attraction that brought in that negative thought? Well, it's simply some old limiting belief. Okay, great. I found another limiting belief, another little layer of the onion. Let's process that limiting belief at the thought stage. But if you were to say, no, that is a, that is a bad thing. You have a thought. Oh, yeah, that is a bad thing. You agree with the thought that it is bad. Well, then you're not finding the limiting belief. So it has to come a little bit stronger next time. So then it comes into your physical reality. Oh, it's imperfection, imperfection of this thing. Okay, I see what it was now. But if you ignored that, then it would get bigger and bigger and bigger. And maybe one day the house burns down or one day you get some chronic illness or whatever it is because you're ignoring that. Now, obviously you've come to much greater awareness of who you are. And so these are little simple things that are happening in your reality. Think about the manifestations events that happened when you first started. They were huge manifestation events. Your emotions were fired intensely. You really felt bad. You really felt negative emotion. Now they're getting simpler and lighter and easier. And this is a very good sign. And if you continue doing this work, they will even get lighter and lighter and lighter. But you don't do the work to control the outside conditions. It's all about your perception, your appreciation of everything that exists in your life. You're allowing everything to be as it is. Oh, the raccoons came. Oh, how interesting that is. That is so nice of them to come and show me that I have a limiting belief. I'm really grateful to you, raccoons. Thank you for being here. I will now address the limiting belief. And once you address that limiting belief, you'll notice that the raccoons will go away on their own. But you can't address the limiting belief in order to get rid of the raccoons because that's control. You thank the raccoons, you welcome them, and you, you ask them to stay as long as it's required for you to find your limiting beliefs. It's such a simple and actually joyful way to discover a limiting belief because you aren't harmed at all. Nothing happened to you, you see? Your lawn is just going through the stage where you're ironing out these limiting beliefs in order not to make a beautiful lawn, but to make a beautiful you. Okay. So just one last comment on the lawns. 
uh, this morning when I woke up and I saw the messed up lawn again, um, I got upset. But then I noticed all these cute little birds that I had not seen. They were eating uh, the insects under the lawn. So I actually, for uh, for a good amount of time, was just staring at these cute, pretty birds and just enjoying the moment. Can you can you just comment on that? Like that is proof of your ascension. Oh, okay. The previous version of you would not even have noticed the birds. You'd be so irate about the lawn that you wouldn't see any beauty in any of it. So the fact that you can see beauty in this is proof of your ascension. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. Excellent. <laughs> Who's next? I, I'm next, uh, Joshua. I had a question about coordinates. So we choose the place and time of our birth, and we choose the place and time of our death. And I understand that we choose the place and time of our birth because of the general trajectory that we want to explore. But, but the coordinates, All right. yes, so the coordinates, why are these coordinates, why did I choose those specific coordinates to enter this reality and not, you know, like two miles further south or so? What's, what's, there's something about coordinates that I feel I'd love to know about. Excellent, were you born in a hospital or in the home? A hospital. Were many babies born in the hospital or were many babies born two miles away? I'm assuming many were born in the hospital. I don't know. So you can say that it's a general coordinate. Mm -hmm. It's within that general area. Mm -hmm. It could be the town. It could be the country, the city. It could okay. be that general place on earth at the time of your birth. It mm -hmm. isn't going to be specific because that would require that your mother had you in a 7-Eleven mm -hmm. at 643. Mm -hmm. But it's general enough that that will create this trajectory. So the trajectory then is this pathways of possibilities. Mm -hmm. They start out thick, like a tree, and then they branch out to different possibilities based on the choices that you make and the decisions you make and, and how easily it is for you to be influenced by the conditions in your reality or influenced mm -hmm. by your inner self, guided by your inner self. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Those of you with higher emotional sensitivity, which is what you intended to come in with, are more able to determine or ascertain whether it's a influence by outside based in fear or guidance from within without even mm -hmm. really knowing it. Mm -hmm. So you may have some decisions in your life that you say, I made this decision, but I have no idea why it doesn't mm -hmm. make any sense because this was a decision that was so strong that you had to make that would lead you on this trajectory. When you think about your pre-birth planning, the planning was actually just intentions. Mm -hmm. now, the intentions are very strong, but it wasn't rigid. I have to be born there. I have to be born at this time. I have to be born mm -hmm. to those parents. And I have to have this exact trajectory so that it'll be here because it has to be flexible. It has to include free will because without free will and flexibility, you would live just as one straight, boring life. Mm -hmm. There wouldn't mm -hmm. be any contours toward or any ups and downs or any excitement in it. Mm -hmm. It would just be this straight life. You will have to come in and adopt limiting beliefs so that you could 
overcome those fears and move towards greater levels of expansive love and add these qualities that your soul wanted to expand in. So all it is is trajectory. It's a possibility for trajectory. It's a strong possibility. And you've been doing this enough times, so you knew coming in more or less what you wanted to live in this lifetime mm-hmm. and which fears that you wanted to overcome. So the start of that is pretty specific timing, pretty specific on a global scale, coordinates of your birth, mm-hmm. pretty specific parents and family, pretty specific body and personality and traits and attributes and talents. And then a childhood that would form this trajectory, trunk of the tree. Mm -hmm. So when you reach puberty or your teenage years, or especially your 20s, then the branches start coming in and you make decisions based in your belief system at the time. Mm -hmm. But you're also guided by inspiration and and through your interests and passions in life. And of course, by all the events that happened in your life, that happened for you. You land at one trajectory, you have this exquisite life through many different possibilities. You have an attention to expand and you will expand no matter what happens. And you could expand exponentially or you could expand somewhat. And that choice is up to you. Now, the expansion is dictated on how easily it is for you to push past fear. Mm-hmm. If, you, if your limiting beliefs are very rigid and you don't want to look at anything you think is better or wrong, if you've had some kind of trauma in your life, if you've been rejected, if you're seeking something you lack, if you have no confidence or if you feel highly unworthy, well, you'll have a pretty limited trajectory and make decisions that are lower vibrationally than if you came to understand who you truly are. And if you came to push past fear and if you had confidence and felt worthy. Mm -hmm. But all of that is leading to a perfect life. And if you can look at the trajectory of where you were born and who you were born to and the body that you had, the time and date and the, the life that you have lived so far and see how perfect that is, because it's brought you here to ask mm-hmm. this vital question and to live this life of satisfaction in service of others, discovering who you are and processing fears along the way that were never able to be processed before. So in this lifetime, you're processing fears that you could never even imagine processing before. You have the tools now that allow you to process these fears. Mm -hmm. And so this life can go on as long as you want it. We will say that the end date is dependent on the choices that you choose to make and how you choose to see yourself. Mm -hmm. And those who are ready to move on to the non-physical, they can do so effortlessly and easily, just like anything else, or they can hang on and struggle and have some more experience if they want Mm -hmm. to, in suffering if they choose to. But you don't have to worry about the end part because the end part is the easy part. The end part is the returning home part. Mm-hmm. And you will see that as perfect as well. Right. I was, I was, I don't think I'm concerned about the end part at all. I was just wondering why would one choose a specific time and place of death as opposed to another, just like birth, you know? Well, we will I, say the birth part is, is important for setting up the trajectory. Okay. So where the planets are, the, the numbers are, the name, mm-hmm. all of these things are part of the trajectory. Okay. The end part is, mm-hmm. is not important at all from physical terms. From the non-physical terms, there might be things going on that we can't really explain. But from the physical terms, the end 
date really doesn't mean anything. Why can't you really explain that? Everything is happening at the same time. Right. It's okay. going to blow your mind to uh. even wrap your head around the complexity of it all. <laughs> when you enter a new life, when you come to be a guide for someone else, when you, when you are doing all these things at the same time, Mm-hmm. It is sometimes just all the people in your life as well and mm-hmm. how you view your, your responsibility to those people. Mm-hmm. So if you can think about someone who has lived a young life and chooses to return to the non-physical, mm-hmm. often that is done in fear, mm-hmm. unable to move forward in this life. The life is so full of fear that it is excruciating for them, especially if they are highly emotionally sensitive. Mm-hmm. And so they, they will themselves out of this life. They push past fear to get out of this life. But they have this attachment and responsibility to those they leave behind. Right. So it depends on what that agreement was before. If mm-hmm. they can perceive that the that the, this end of life situation will benefit or right. harm the people uh-huh. in their soul's journey as well, because it's mm-hmm. all interconnected, you see? Mm-hmm. And so you may be coming in and having agreements with all the people in your life and, and being who you are so that you could be an example of alignment for them. Mm-hmm. And this will allow you to push past great fear. Mm-hmm. And get to a place where you suddenly realize what this physical reality is all about, that it mm-hmm. can be joyful. There's nothing to fear that the pre-programming of the whole society based on all these fears is not true. This is all the illusion. Mm-hmm. And you realize this, and now you have nothing but love and compassion for everyone else, and you become here to serve them. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't get to that point, if you were just living in fear the whole time, you might want to check out. Mm-hmm but you might have responsibilities to those that you leave behind. Right. And depending on your soul's expansion and, and who you know yourself to be, you see, because we're getting into this a little bit more deeply and it's not practical. It's more esoteric. <laughs> so okay. there's so many things going on there that if you were to leave life early, mm-hmm leaving behind those who would be traumatized by it, mm-hmm. you would have to come back again. Mm-hmm. And try yes, again yes, and again that's and again. Exactly what and I think is my has happened with my brother. Yes. 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 yes, yes However, yes. if you had a pre-birth agreement, yes. And you said, I will leave early in order to help Jessica get to where she wants to go. Right. She had to leave. Yes, yes. And it I, wasn't a fear-based clear. thing, you see? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's clear to me, yes. And yes, so it's the you. soul's expansion in love either way. There is no wrong with any of it, but right? it's complex beyond yeah. what you can possibly imagine at this point. Yes, yes, yes. And we yes, say yes, that the yes, all death is suicide, all death is wonderful, all death is easy. No one has ever had a death experience. They've just gone from life to life. Mm-hmm. They've gone from this fun game that you're all playing back home. They come in back as supporters and guides for you. This is happening all at the same time. It's all wonderful. And that the greatest fear is fear of loss. And so you think that you're losing life when you die, but you can never lose life. 
And this is the only thing keeping you from living this life fully and abundantly is this fear of loss. Mm -hmm. The coordinates are just there in the beginning for the trajectory. Mm -hmm. And at the end, for all the other agreements to to come into alignment. When you you choose to transition to the Mm non-physical, you will notice that everything sinks into place perfectly. It's like, Shink, it all comes together. And then it all makes so much sense. All the confusion is gone. All the doubts gone. All the fear is gone. All the worries gone. You will see it as perfect. And so we're all just asking you if you can try to see it as perfect now. Try mm-hmm. to see where you were born and who you were born to and the body that you have and the childhood that you had and the young adult life you had and the and the life that you've always had up until now as perfect and that you're perfect now and that the future will always be perfect and your death would be perfect as well. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Thank you. I, I would love to revisit the, the, the fact that everything happens at the same time sometime. <laughs> but thank you so much for this for now. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Excellent. Who's next? I have a question. Yes, Jim. Hello. Um. I wanted to ask if I'm understanding it correctly. So it was about attraction and that we don't actually attract things in the physical. All the attraction actually happens in the non-physical. Well, is your vibration physical? Can you see it? No. So it's a non-physical vibration. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was like, um, I was understanding like the attraction and the, and the actual momentum of attraction happens in the non-physical. And when we see things quote unquote manifest, um, it's just a, at that point we are a match and it appears exactly. in our reality because Absolutely. the idea of attracting something to us um, in the physical is almost like uh, almost like victim mode that things can happen to us that we can attract things to us, and that actually we attract things and they come through us into our awareness. Yes, you can say that you offer a vibration, and that vibration is a communication of your perception of yourself to your reality, all non-physical, and so the universe brings together a reality that you perceive based on your vibration. And so imagine if you perceive yourself as unworthy and not capable, and you're offering this vibration. And so the universe wants to show you that this is not true, that this limiting belief is not true. So it brings to you people who tell you you're not capable, that you're not worthy. And then you feel negative emotion because that negative emotion is an indication that your perception of yourself is off. It's not true. So without the manifestation event happening and the negative emotion occurring at the same time, you'd have no real awareness of the vibration you're offering of, in this case, victimhood. The same is true as if you realize you're the creator of your reality, you're in alignment, you're inspired, and you're taking actions in joy and fun and excitement and exhilaration. And then suddenly an event happens and it matches exactly how you're feeling. It's a wonderful event and you're feeling wonderful also. And you see it and it makes sense to you. And you say, 
oh my God, of course this came to me. This is how I've been feeling. This matches how I feel about myself and my reality perfectly. Or if you're feeling bad, oh yeah, that I'm honoring today. That matches exactly how I'm feeling. And so the feeling predicates the manifestation, not the other way around. Humans think that the manifestation causes the feeling, but of course it doesn't. Attraction is a creation of a vibration and the similar vibration of whatever that manifestation is for the purposes of a reflection of the vibration you're offering. It's a perfect mirror to what you're offering. Now, in what aspect of that download did you have any doubts about? You said, am I thinking this correctly? How did you think about attraction before this? Well, okay. So the reason I turn my camera on is because I thought of attraction, like things coming to, like attracting to, but with the download is more like it happens in the non-physical and it comes through us and we see it in our awareness. And that is the point of manifestation when we can recognize that it is something. And so the, the thing that I was questioning was, it's like, it's like a direction thing. Is the arrow this way or is the arrow this way? And that's what was different because for me, it always seemed like you're attracting and the arrow is going towards you, but that's not what I got in the download. It's the other way. And that was a big shift for me if I understood that right. And if that was correct. We'll agree with you on that because essentially everything exists in your reality right now, all potentiality. And you move through the dimensions based in the vibration they're offering. The manifestation of something exists in a dimension and you enter that dimension. And when you are ready, you see it, it pops up. If you were not a vibrational match and entered that dimension, even though the manifestation was there, you would not see it. You'd be close to it because you'd have to be in that vicinity of it, but you wouldn't see it. So exactly what you're saying. You are putting forth a vibration through you. And this is calling you towards the dimension where the manifestation exists. If you are offering a high vibration and you're seeing yourself as the creator of your reality and you're feeling good and in alignment, you receive inspiration. The inspiration will then inspire you to take action and you will move into the dimension where it exists. A lot of humans believe that the law of attraction states that I just sit here and think good thoughts and then things come to me. Right. Well, without the action and the movement into the dimensions, it wouldn't be possible. Now, the movement is important because you'd have to push past fear. So that fear component is a little obstacle. Are you really ready for the thing you want? If so, you'll have to push past this fear. Right. If not, you're not ready. Yeah. The the inspiration was the next point of that, that I got because uh, the, the inner self is the one who is, is kind of like, if the direction is going this way, right. Then not attracting this way. If it's coming out through you, your inner self is throwing those inspirations out ahead of you in physical. And you're like, Ooh, that's that thought I'm going to go. I'm going to go for that. That that's out ahead of me from where I am vibrationally. Now I have to go towards that instead of attracting things to me. And the inspiration is, um, 
is the mechanism to move you toward your desire. It's the mechanism to expand you to the vibrational level where the manifestation exists. You are at point A. The thing that is going to bring you joy and satisfaction exists at point D. You have to go through point B and C before you get to D. You have to expand. The inspiration comes, you are able to push past the fear, you take the action, and then you learn something, or you grow, or you expand through that experience. The limiting belief that propped up the fear in the first place, the fear that popped up when you were inspired, gets filled in by information and is now not limiting. So you've changed your vibration because this limiting belief has now transmuted or alchemized into now an empowering belief. You've taken the action, you've pushed past the fear, and you've expanded to a new level where you can look back at the limiting belief that caused that fear and you realize, well, now you have more information because you've taken that action that that is not a true belief. And so that belief is then changed into an empowering belief. Then you arrive at this new place, you receive another inspired idea, you notice the fear that pops up because you're at this level where you're not quite there to the manifestation of your desire, and you have to change those limiting beliefs that are holding you back down here. So it's the limiting beliefs that are the weights on the balloon. Mm. As you move through experiences, you drop those weights and you rise up and then you go forward and you, you push past the fear to let another weight go. Can I go even higher? And you let it go by taking the action. This moves you to a new conscious level of who you are. And now you're ready for the next manifestation event or the next manifestation yeah. or manifestation event. And this is never ending series of actions leading to higher and higher and higher perceptions of yourself in this raises your vibration. So if you can see, think about yourself now, when did you first start working with us, listening to us or boot camp, or any of these things? March. March. March of this year. Yeah. So you've, you can see that you've expanded through experiences. You've pushed past fear. You've done a lot of things in the last year. Can you look at the version of you that existed prior to the boot camp? The version that you that wasn't sure that didn't know what these things were we were talking about that was interested but yet full of doubt. Sure. And, yeah. and, there, and now you can see the expanded version of you now clearly. Yeah. And the difference is that your belief system about who you are has shifted. So with that shift, you have more awareness, more clarity, and more confidence, and more eagerness for more growth. Yeah. You've raised your vibration, and what happened? Your intuitive abilities came online. Your non-physical senses naturally came online because your non-physical senses are activated when your vibration reaches a certain level. If you're living in a low vibration, those non-physical qualities, traits, attributes, senses would serve you no purpose because they would be blocked. They can't get to that low vibration. As you raise your vibration, all these abilities come to you that you never knew you had. You never knew you had downloads before. You never yeah. knew you had this inner guidance and inner wisdom and connection yeah. to your inner self. 
And so for 2022, this is going to grow exponentially in the population. Many people are going to go through these higher vibrational ascensions. And many people are going to notice that their natural intuitive abilities and empathic abilities start to come online. Now, the more you go along with this, the higher you raise your vibration by considering yourself from a higher perspective, by choosing a self-perception of yourself that's empowering and true, even more abilities will come online. It'll get easier and easier. and It'll make sense to you. You might think it's weird now that you can do this. You might notice that none of your friends or family can do this. You might not even want to talk to them about this because you think it's weird. But soon you'll say, oh, my God, this is natural. You're all the ones who are living in fear and don't have access to these abilities that we have. Yeah, it's pretty much all I want to do besides take care of myself and my kid is get to another higher level of perception. And this one that I'm talking about right now was uh, it seems small, but it was so it seems so important to understand the direction of the flow. It's like, you know, the river flows this way. It doesn't flow the other way. You thought your whole damn life, it flowed the other way and you were wrong. And now, you know, and now everything's going to get way easier now that you just understand this is the way the river's flowing. This is what awakening is. It's coming to the realization that everything you thought you knew was not true. And that what's actually true is something that is so far beyond the comprehension of most people because they're living in this fear-based limitations of themselves. Awakening is rising to this level of perception of yourself first. Your vibration is containing this quest for self-discovery. And you've acted on enough inspiration that you've gone through these experiences to, to reduce the intensity of limiting beliefs, and you've arrived at this place of clarity. And from this place of clarity, all you want is more clarity. You do not care about anything else that was important to you when you didn't have clarity. And so you want to reach higher levels. Think of yourself in higher terms. Battle the demons of self-doubt and unworthiness and all the limiting beliefs that have plagued you that were never true. And now you know they were never true. So you've unlocked your limitations. You removed all limitations because once you realize who you are and where you're going as you ascend in your in your quest for self-discovery, those limitations are easily thrown out, tossed off the side of the balloon. And every time you do that, whether it's in a manifestation event or in the form of a negative thought, you, you prove to yourself that there's a limiting belief that's not true. You ascend. And so all the work then is to... Notice the limiting beliefs, notice the negative thought, process the limiting beliefs, notice the fear, push past the fear, and connect to that inner self who's always guiding you to everywhere you wanted to go because that inner self is you. You are guiding yourself on this journey. Yeah, I know that. So thank you. Excellent. We have been thrilled to be with all of you this year. This is an amazing group of leading edge, leading edge, leading edge creators. We have nothing but love for you. We applaud all of the work that you're doing, and we are looking forward to witnessing even more growth and expansion next year. So with that, Happy New Year, and we are complete.
Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year. Well, I really hope you enjoyed that episode. It was pretty high level there, I thought, especially with Jessica's question. And uh, it really shows you how manifestations occur and how you are attracting the manifestation, but you have to do some action yourself. You have to act on some inspiration. And when you push past fear, it proves to the universe that you're ready to move forward and receive that which you want. So in this year, 2022, everything's available to you. So think big and think about who you truly are and be authentic and pay attention to limiting beliefs when they pop up through manifestation events and do the work and all that stuff. And remember to like and subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends and do all the great stuff you do. Thanks for being here and we'll see you next time. Bye.